بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على أشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين وبعد Brothers and sisters Today Insha'Allah In this lecture We're going to talk about The third pillar of Iman which is the prophecy, the prophets and messengers. And also we will talk about the books, Allah's books, which He sent it down to the human being, to the to this land to guide the human being. To be honest with you, this issue is very wide and large, I mean the prophecy itself. We're not going to go to deep details. We'll, I'd like to mention some points in this issue. First of all, that you have to know, believe in prophets, it's one of your one of the pillars of Iman. If, no, if somebody, he didn't believe in prophets, or he didn't believe in any prophet, Allah mentioned in the Quran, or the Prophet ﷺ mentioned the hadith, he reject this, or he denied this messenger or this prophet, he will not be considered as Muslim. And, when we talk about prophecy or prophets and messenger, I believe the first question people ask, what's the difference between prophets and messengers? What is the difference between the prophets and the messengers? And I'm still wondering and wondering. I believe I will be wondering for a long time. Every time when I look to this issue or read in it, I will look to the different opinion between scholars in this issue. How they try to make a differentiation between the prophets and the messengers. Who is the prophet and who is the messenger? And you will know now why I am wondering. The prophet Some scholars said there is no difference between these two words, prophet or messenger. Both of them is, has the same meaning. The prophet is the messenger and the messenger is the prophet. No difference. Okay, this is the first uh, opinion. Second, there is a difference between the prophet and the messenger. So, not every prophet is a messenger and not every messenger is a prophet. There is a difference. So, what's the difference? You will they will tell you. They have a different opinion in this field about what's the difference between the prophet and the messenger. First is 
some scholars said the Prophet, the one who received revelation from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Wahi. But Allah, He didn't order him to deliver it to others. So he received wahi, received message from Allah, but Allah, He didn't ask him to deliver it. So he's not messenger. He wasn't sent to the people. He only received wahi, revelation from Allah, and that's it. The messenger is the one who received wahi, revelation from Allah, then Allah ordered him to deliver it to the people, to others. Okay, is that clear? So this, they said this is the Prophet, this is the Messenger. Other opinion said, I have a doesn't work. It's okay. So what's the first opinion? Let's ask you. Huh? No difference. Very good. The second opinion, there's different. But now there's different. What's the difference is? There's different opinion. What's the first one? Okay. Very good. Second opinion is, some scholars said, no, that's not right. This difference couldn't be right. So what's the right, what's the, what's the correct? They said, the messenger, the prophet, who was sent to a people who already has religion, but he was sent to those people to remind them their message or their uh, sharia. For example, Musa alayhi salam, he was sent to Bani Israel, to the Jew. But Harun, he is not a messenger because he was following Musa's rule. The Injil, the Torah. Okay? So Harun is not a messenger, he's a prophet. So they said the prophet who is following other prophet Sharia. Hey, who is the. That's. Now. So the prophet said who is following a messenger. A messenger. Sending to book. He didn't come, he wasn't sent with a new book, with a new Sharia. Okay? They said like the, the Prophet had been sent to the Jew, the Jews. Musa alayhi salam has a new Sharia, but all the Prophets after him, they only came with the same Sharia, which is Torah. They didn't change anything. And the Messenger, who is the one who was sent with a new Sharia, with his own book, with his own, with, uh, with a, a new, sorry, with a new book or with a new Sharia, the new rules, like Muhammad, like Isa, like Musa, Nuh. So they said the Prophet who came to 
if we can use this word to renew, to remember, to let the people remember the prophet before him or the messenger before him. Okay? Is that clear, brothers and sisters? Clear? Sahih? There are other opinions. Like some of them said, the prophet who was sent to people, the already believer, and the, the messenger, the one who was sent to disbeliever. Some scholars said that too. The second opinion, which there is different, there is a difference between the messenger and prophet. They said, no, we, we accept the first opinion. We should say there is a difference between the prophet and messenger. Why? Why we have to say the difference? They said, we have a proof in Quran and Sunnah that messenger is something and prophet is other thing. We said, what is this proof? They said, first of all, first of all, Allah said in the Quran, that Allah, He said to Muhammad وسلم, that He sent before you messengers and prophets. When He said and prophets, that means the difference between messenger and prophet. When He said Muhammad and Walid came into the masjid. They get into the masjid. That means Muhammad is not Wali. The difference between Muhammad and Wali. Two different persons. When Allah said He sent messenger and prophet, that means there is messenger and prophet. They are not the same. Is that clear? That's the first evidence. They said in Arabic, Al-Afu yaqtadi al-Mughayarah. Al-Mughayarah. Yani nahada ghir hada. The second proof, they said, that there is hadith, Abi Dhar radiallahu anhu, he asked the Prophet how many prophets Allah sent, and how many messengers. Then he said, the prophets were something like, were something like, I forget the number exactly now, but 100,000 something. And, 36 or something like that. And the messenger were 300 something. They were 300 something. So there's a different number. That means clearly there's a difference between the, the what? Prophet and messenger. What's the strongest opinion? Wallahu a'lam, the strongest opinion, in my opinion, is there is no difference between prophets and messengers at all. And every time I'm reading in this issue, I'm wondering why the people try to figure out the difference between the prophet and messenger. How is that? Let me tell you. First of all, when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said that He sent prophet and messenger, 
it doesn't mean prophets other than messenger. Because you read in the Quran, قُلْ مَنْ كَانَ عَدُوًا لِلَّهِ وَرُسُلِهِ وَمَلَائِكَتِهِ وَجِبْرِيلَ وَمِيْكَالِ فَإِنَّ اللَّهَ عَدُوٌ لِلْكَافِرِينَ Whoever was enemy to Allah's messengers and angels and Jibreel. Jibreel. It means Jibreel is different than angel. It doesn't mean that. When he says, MashaAllah, Ahmed came into the masjid. Ahmed, the, the smart guy, the good brother. It doesn't mean the three brothers that get into the masjid. Just describe him in a different way. Give him names. So once Allah called Musa prophet, and other time he called him messenger. One time he called Hud messenger. In other words, he called him prophet. It doesn't mean there's two or there's different. No. He just gives him a name. It's just different way to call him. Like you call me Abu Abdurrahman, you call me Walid, you call me Ibn Khalid, Wolf Khalid. Same thing. But in the end, I am one person. Is that clear? I don't know if you got what my answer trying to say. What about the hadith? Hadith Abi Dhar? I'll tell you. This hadith is totally weak. This hadith is very weak narration. We call it in Mustalah al-Hadith, Hadithun Munkar. Hadithun Munkar. We reject this hadith at all. Hadith Munkar means when a weak person narrates something different than the trust narration. He is a weak and he narrates something different than the other trust people. They, they narrate it in other way, but he changed the hadith. We call this mun, munkar, rejected. We reject it. We accept it. It's very weak. If he narrates it without the changing it, we don't accept it. So if there's tough people narrate the hadith without this number of prophets, the hadith itself, it has a lot of things, correct, it's very long hadith, some of it is in Bukhari, but this hadith which saying the number of prophets and messenger, it's not in Bukhari, it's in Musnad al-Imam Ahmad and the Tabarani and Ibn Shibban, the Sahihi, but this number, particular number for the prophets and the messenger, it has been added from one person in the, in the chin narration. Uh, one person, this person, Imam al-Bukhari says, his narration is very weak. Imam al-Bukhari munkar al-Hadith. Ibn Abi Hatim said, Laysa bil-Qawi, jiddan. All the scholars hadith said, he's a very weak person. So this narration is not correct, it's not authentic. We can't build our opinion on the weak narration even though you might see some of the people saying it's hadith sahih or hasan. Let's see what about the just opinion we said. First of all, which one of these opinions who said the difference, who make the difference, which one you think is the strongest opinion? 
our stance with it. What's the strongest opinion in the difference, you think? The one who said the Prophet, he wasn't ordered to deliver the message, or the Prophet who came to just remind people about Sharia came before him, or the Prophet who was sent to a believer, which opinion you think is stronger in your mind? To remind, because all of, a lot of prophets were sent to disbelievers. What's the benefit from prophet to believer? The believer really. And when you check the Quran, a lot of prophets were sent to Bani Israel. Bani Israel, they were, they were not a believer. So, the strongest opinion may be the second one. He said, the prophet is the person who sent to remind people about Sharia has been revealed before him. That's right? Following another prophet or another, following a messenger before him. Okay? In Sahih al-Bukhari, the Prophet said, Adam is the first prophet. He said, Adam, listen, Adam is the first prophet. Adam, who's the messenger before Adam? Huh? There's no one. So I tell you, this opinion is weak. You understand now how to to defend this opinion or to say it's wrong? It's clear hadith. Adam is the first prophet. And they saying the prophet is the one who came after messenger. And Adam is the first one. There's no messenger before him. So that means prophet, it doesn't mean that at all. It's wrong. Is that clear, brothers and sisters? Say it again. Huh? Say it again. Yeah. They saying, those people saying, listen, they saying, the prophet, he is, who is the prophet? They say the prophet is the one who was sent to re- remind the people about a messenger before him. They said, this is the prophet. When you hear prophet, that's the meaning. We told him, okay, Allah, the Prophet said, Adam is the first Prophet. And Adam, there's no messenger before him to remind. That means, it does, the Prophet doesn't mean that. It has another meaning. And whoever said that the Prophet is the one, before we pass this point, all those who have this opinion, second opinion, they say all the prophets between Musa and Muhammad and Isa, they are prophets, they are not messengers. They are not a messenger. Because they, was, they were sent to Jew and they don't have a new book. They were using the Tawah. We said, okay. When we read in the Quran, you will see Allah call those, they claim they are prophets only. Allah called him in the Quran a messenger. In Surah Al-Ma'idah many times, a couple of times. أَوَكُلَّمَا جَاءَكُمْ رَسُولٌ بِمَا لَا تَحْوَىٰ أَنفُسُكُمْ فَرِيقًا كَذَّبْتُمْ وَفَرِيقًا تَقْتُلُونَ Allah sent to the Jew, when we sent you messengers, look the word, messengers. So they were messengers. The People who were sent to the Jews, they were messengers, not prophets, as they claim. No, they are messengers. Allah called them messengers. And also, Yusuf, alayhi salam, 
We asked him, Yusuf is a messenger of prophets. They said he is prophet. Because he became with a new book. He was following Musa's Sharia. Allah said, Allah called him in the Quran a messenger. Which is also rejected opinion. That Yusuf he was a messenger. And he was not a new book. He has not a new book. Allah he didn't send him a new book or a new sharia. He was following Musa's sharia. But Allah called him a messenger. Hey. The first opinion which they are saying the Prophet, the one who was received revolution, uh, revelation from Allah, but he did it order to deliver it. Okay? This is also weak opinion. Why? Because we will say, the scholar, is he allowed, listen to me brother, the scholar, is he allowed when he has no to keep it from others, huh? what's his punishment in the day of judgment? Huh? Allah will tie his mouth with fire, like, uh, you know, the lijam, lijam, you put it on the horse. Huh? Yeah, the rain. Rain? Yeah, rain. From fire around his face. If this is color, what about the Prophet? Allah sent him revelation, sent him wahi, sent him book, and he said, keep, keep, keep it for yourself and don't tell anybody about it. Does it make sense? Huh? And also we will say the Prophet said in the Hadith al-Bukhari, Hadith al-Mahabbas al-Bukhari, that the Prophet will come in the day of judgment, some Prophet with a large number of people. Some of them with couples of people. Some of them with one, some of them. The Prophet will come in the day of judgment. Some Prophet with a large number of people. Some of them with couples of people. Some of them with one, some of them with no one. No one will accept their da'wah, their, their mission, or their risala, their message. Okay? So this also show you that the Prophet, he was sent to people to call them, to ask them to believe. And also it will show you the third opinion is weak, who is saying the Prophet was sent to believers, because those Prophets, they will come in the day after with no follower, nobody except their da'wah. So they were sent to non-Muslim or they were sent to disbelieve. Hey. Uh, he mentioned that Yusuf, he's not, he wasn't following... Uh, Musa alayhi salam uh, because he's before Musa alayhi salam but Yusuf he wasn't he didn't receive a new book and he was not following he was, he was not uh, sent with a new book he was sent he was not sent with a new book he was following Ibrahim alayhi salam and with this also we call him messenger not a prophet or you can call him Prophet or Messenger, since there is no difference. And I'm wondering, why are we looking for make difference between Prophet and Messenger? Why? The Prophet is the Messenger. The Messenger is the Prophet. Is what? Easy is that. Swift man, easy. But sometimes we try some color when they 
try to figure out the difference to make it like the knowledge make it more uh, complicated maybe but it's it's easy to say there's no difference because there's no proof there's a difference if you might say this to somebody and you will say no there is a difference between the uh, prophets and messenger let me to say this in Arabic then I'll try to say it in English correct help me there is a difference between oh this means في فرق بين النبوة والرسالة ولا يوجد فرق بين النبي والرسول there is no difference between the messenger and the prophet but there is a difference between the prophecy and the message message or uh, revelation wahi now rasal yeah okay what's the difference can imagine two steps something guide you to other okay when we say prophet prophecy it means he was he was received something from Allah this in Arabic النبوه من الانباء يعني انه نبئ اخبر يعني he was told something from Allah the word prophet or prophecy it means he was told okay okay he was told so the prophet was told something from Allah what we call it revelation why the message in Arabic the message it means you have something you deliver it to others that's right I'm sending you as a messenger for to take a message and give it to Brother Khalid, for example, okay? So he is a messenger. That means he was told, then he delivered. You with me? Huh? So the first step in prophecy is Nabuwa. The first step is Nabuwa. It's that he will be receiving the revelation. The second step is deliver. The message. A brother is a student of knowledge. Okay? But maybe I look him at him as a scholar. But others he look him as student of knowledge. Huh? Is that right? Maybe my huh? is that right? You look to some person as student of knowledge, others look at him as scholar. You can say he is a student of knowledge and same time he is scholar. It doesn't mean the, the scholar, scholar, uh, scholar, alim, al-ilm, the scholarship. Huh? The knowledge is something which comes from a scholar. The knowledge is different than seeking knowledge, that's right. But 
Here in Abdullah, they are insane. They are one person. He has knowledge and he's seeking knowledge. But he's not, he's not two persons. He's one person. You understand what I'm saying? So the prophet, he was told and he was sinned. Told is something and sinned is other things. But it doesn't mean there are two. There is only one. So the first step, when Allah wants to send somebody, He told him, He sent His revelation to him. Then, He asked him to deliver the message. When this person, he fights against the disbeliever Allah. He has a lost dialogue. He faced him a lot. There's a lot of story in the Quran about him that he's delivering the message. He's making dialogue, uh, arguing with the kuffar. You will usually use the word messenger because this meaning is very clear in his mission that he is facing the other. When the Prophet, sometimes the Quran Allah call him Prophet, why? Because a lot of people accept his da'wah. He wasn't sent so far away, he only around the people around him. So usually we use the word Prophet, Nabi. This is the you can secret from for us to use Prophet and Messenger sometimes in the Quran. If you understand this, nobody come to me and ask me, Shaykh, there is hadith, sahih, authentic hadith. That Nuh is the first messenger. And you're saying there's no difference between messenger and prophet. So in this case, he shouldn't be the first. He should be second because Adam before him. We said no. Adam, there's no one around him that time, non-Muslim. He was told a revelation, he was told rules, and he started teaching his son. But the people doesn't turn to disbelieve until Nuh's time came. So the meaning of delivering the message, facing the kuffar, it doesn't get clear until Nuh times come. I hope this is clear to understand, uh, make you understand the meaning of Nuh is the first messenger. Anyway, if you didn't get to understand all this, there's no problem. Allah is not going to ask you on the Day of Judgment what's different between prophets and messengers. And also on the grave, you're not going to But this is, it's tell you, show you how the beauty of knowledge, how the scholars think, how they look at the hadith, the evidence, how they can use the evidence, and how they can understand the verses, the different verses. So this is whoever was able to understand it and enjoy it, Yani, he can go more and more study, inshallah, and not. I don't want to spend more than this in this issue. Uh, who's the prophet? The scholar said the prophet, the he is a female. Uh, he's a male. No. He's a male. So the prophet, he has to be male. There is no prophet female. The only as they know, two persons, two scholars, they uh, have their own opinion. And this was the Shad. They said that there is a, uh, a woman prophet. And they said Maryam and Musa's mother. They are prophets because 
because they were received revelation, wahi. And that's not right. Because the word wahi in the Quran, it doesn't mean revelation all the time. It means yani, she was told. Like Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said that he told the P, Nahal, the P, the B, the Nahal. It doesn't mean he sent revolution to Nahal, Nahal became prophet. No. Also when he said, Awhana ila Ummi Musa, that he sent wahi to Ummi Musa, doesn't mean she became prophet. And also look to this verse in the Quran about Isa alayhi salam. Isa is a prophet, messenger, but Allah when he described him and his mother, he said, وَأُمُّهُ صُدِّيقَةً Righteous. If she's a prophet, he will call her prophet because prophecy is, is higher than righteous. Is that right? But Allah called her, she's a righteous because she didn't reach this level which is prophecy. And he said that Isa is a prophet, but his mother, she's a righteous person. So the first condition for the prophet that he is a male. Al-Hassan al-Bas There is a prophet among the jinn There is a prophet among the jinn There is two different opinions between the scholars because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said in the Quran He mentioned the Quran as a translation when the jinn and ins will enter to the Hellfire, the angel will tell them, it will ask them, didn't you receive messengers from Allah? So this is, it shows you that they receive messengers from jinn and from, from in. And also jinn is a creation, Allah is going to ask them in the day of judgment. So, if he's going to ask them, that means he should have Rule Sharia. And in this case, uh, and as you know, the Prophet Muhammad he was sent to the human being and the jinn. And that means the prophets before the, him, they were, they were not sent to the both creation. Because he, one of his special uh, matters that he was sent to the jinn and in. But Musa, he was sent to the end, to the human being only. He wasn't sent to the jinn. The Prophet Muhammad, he was sent to the human being and jinn. Did he deliver the message to the jinn? Yes, he did. He went to the jinn in their place. As Hadith ibn Mas'ud, a very famous Hadith, he went there and he read the Quran on them. And he read Surah Al-Rahman. And every verse when he says, فَبِأَيِّ آلَاءِ رَبِّكُمَا تُكَذِّبَانِ which one of the Allah's blessing on you, you deny? They cry the jinn where they're hearing the Prophet ﷺ. They did crying and they said, we swear by Allah, we didn't deny any, any one of our uh, yani Lord's blessing. And they listened to him when he, while he, uh, when he was praying in the valley and they listened to the Quran, they came back, they said, we listened to somebody recite verses as Musa, as the verses Musa alayhi salam. So, uh, there's a, a, a really uh, different evidence, uh, yani, a diff- very big 
or the strong opinion that the jinn used to have messengers, and some scholars said, no, they do not have a messenger prophet, they only uh, asking about the, the messenger and prophet they were sent to the human being. Also, Hassan al-Basri said, Allah never sent a messenger from the Badwins. They were not a prophet, Badwins prophet. He never sent a prophet, he was a Badwins. No. All of them, it's from the from village. All the prophets from village. And this is acceptable from all the scholars. I never any, read that anybody has a different opinion in this. No, no, just I'm saying that this scholar said that. Also, the prophet, he is a person who is uh, righteous. He is not committing major sins. Is he practicing minor sins? He might. It might happen to him that he did a minor sin, but he didn't continue in doing it. And some scholars said, the prophet, they didn't commit any sin. Infallible. The strongest opinion that the prophet Infallible from delivering or uh, making mistakes in the Sharia, in the revelation. Because the Sharia is, was said, Allah will not send messenger to change the ayat or change the verses. No. They deliver the message as it is, all the prophets. They did a minor sin, a minor sin, that some scholars said they might did, like for example, Nuh alayhi salam, he was asked, he asked Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala something he shouldn't ask, when he asked about his son, and Allah warned him, and he said, inni a'ibuka an takuna mina al-jahileen. Some scholars said it's not sin, but it's something it's not the best he should do. And also, also the Prophet Muhammad Allah, many times in the Quran, عَتَبَهُ يعني Correct him. Warn him. I don't know if we can use this. Plain him. يعني عَتَبَهُ Plain him. Plain him. Can we use this word? عَتَبَهُ In many times. In, uh, in sometimes, like three or four times in the Quran, like for example, when this blind man, poor man came, and the Prophet ﷺ, he didn't care much about him, he cared about other people, uh, he thought those people, they came into Islam, it will be most, more beneficial for Muslims, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he warned him, he said it wasn't right, and also when he asked the Sahaba about the uh, after Badr, what he should do with the kuffar, he, he, he has the, some kuffar, he, he got kuffar, he should kill them or free them, uh, or they should free them and take money instead of that. 
Abu Bakr and the Prophet said, we should let them go and pay us money. But Umar said, no, you should kill them. But the Prophet he saw false mercy. He goes with Abu Bakr's opinion. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent a very hard ayat, subhanAllah, very strong ayat. Saying, no, you should, مَا كَانَ لِنَبِيٍ أَيَكُونَ لَهُ أَسْرَى حَتَّى يُدْخِنَ فِي الْأَرْضِ And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent ayat saying that he shouldn't let them to go. He should kill them. And the Prophet said after that, if there is a Prophet after me, he will be Umar. And also, when the Prophet stood up cursing, one month, every day he cursed him in the prayer. Allah sent ayat saying, don't curse them. Don't curse them. Just leave them. It's Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's will if you want to guide them or not. لَيْسَ لَكَ مِنَ الْأَمْرِ شَيْءٍ أَوْ يَتُوبَ عَلَيْهِمْ Don't bother them. Just leave them. Don't curse anybody. You should deliver the message. But he cursed them because they were very harsh Muslims. They killed the Quran, the Prophet from companion were, while they were teaching uh, Allah. The Prophet sent uh, 70 persons uh, to teach the Quran, but both uh, Ra'al and the Quran tried to kill all the Qur'an, and the Prophet was so angry with them, and he started praying and asking Allah that he cursed and he destroyed them. Also, the Prophet, they have the highest station. Are they better than the angels or not? We don't need to go through this. Because there's no benefit from saying that. The strongest opinion in this, which is in, uh, from a view where they have, uh, as human beings, they might commit sins or not. They are better than angels because angels only doing the right thing. They, was, they were creating like this. As I believe Sheikh uh, Yasser mentioned this morning. And the prophets, they are the highest station. Why I'm saying that? Because you will see the Shia, for example, saying that Imam is better than the Imam, the 12 Imam stations, better than the prophets. Like Al Khomeini, he said in his book, Al Hukum al Islamiyya, Inna li a'immatina maqaman la yablughu malakum muqarrab wa la nabiyum mursal. He says, Al Khomeini, here Al Khomeini. That our Imams, they are on a station, this station, the angels or the prophets, they didn't reach this station. The station of Imam is higher than the angels and the prophets. Also, we're saying that because the Sufi, Bibu, they said, the Wali is better than the Nabi. The Awliya, like person is Wali, they are better than the Awliya, better than the Prophets. مَقَامُ النُّبُوَّةِ فِي بَرْزَخٍ فُوَيْقَ الرَّسُولِ وَدُونَ الْوَلِي يقول ابن العربي one of the very famous 
Sufism and his type of Sufis, which is the Akufar, because Sufism is different levels. Some of them, they have some bidah, major or minor bidah. Some of them, they are Kufar, Murtaddeen. But this one of the Kufar, he was killed by the Muslims rule at that time, because he was Zindiq. He said, مَقَامُ النُّبُوَّةِ فِي بَرْزَخِ The prophecy in a station above the messenger, but it lists it's under the wali station. So the wali is above everything. And they said the awliya Allah is better than Allah's prophet. Allah when he sent the prophets, he sent them with miracles. And usually Allah sent the miracles matching the type of people like they were sent to. Isa السلام, in his time, the people wasn't trusting in medical. They thought they reached the highest level of medical. You read in the history at that time, people were trusting about medical. So, he was sent with miracles like what? He accused the blind person, the dead person, he make he let him give him a life by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will and permission. You see? In Musa alayhi salam's time, the people were interested in what? Magic. Allah gives him sign, miracle. It's not like a magic, different than magic. Like what? Like he turned all the water to blood. Blood. Fun. And everywhere. They sleep, fun. Under the pillow, fun. And the, everywhere, fun. Kummel, blood. Killed him. A hand, lighting hand. It's like light. Stick turned to snake. Eat the other steak or the uh, raw or whatever they brought. It's like, it's not kind of magic. It's amazing. The Prophet ﷺ when he sent, he was sent to people, they claim themselves they are the bitter people in poetry and talk and, and Allah sent the Quran. And people think the Prophet ﷺ he was only give this miracle, which is the Qur'an. No, he was give a lot of miracles. Like one of his miracles there, in Shikaf al-Qamah. They asked him, why did you bring us some miracles like Musa and Isa? Something we can see. Talk, yani, Qur'an, we don't know, it's not that clear. Like in Isa, alayhi salam, he can let the dead person, he give him a life. Allah permission. And, he cured the blind person. Something you can see. But he said, he claimed to Muhammad Sallallahu You know what he said? If I brought something like that, you will believe? He said, yes, we will. He said, okay. He pointed to the moon and it was full moon and it was separate two parts. Two parts from the middle. And he saw the mountain of Tahid between the two parts. 
What is more than that? Is anything more than that? Wallah, it's better than all others. It's the clearest thing. You know what they said? He is a magician. He is a magician. They said that. Uh, by the way, I heard once uh, Sheikh Zildani saying that now, today, in this, uh, this uh, century, we find out that the moon was separate from the middle. Well, while they're making some research about the moon, they said there is in the middle like a line that showed the moon was was separate before. And some of them claim that might some shihab, uh, uh, huh? meteor, uh, hit him before and separate something. He said when they told me that, I told him no, <laughs> no, why? Why is that? And they told them the hadith, and they were very surprised. And he mentioned that in one of his tweets. And also you have to know the Prophet's miracle the Prophet's miracle the Prophet's miracle is nothing similar to it. Allah give the this Give the Prophet miracles. He gave the righteous people sometimes karamat. Karama. And he gave the evil people magic. And these three things is something unusual. Magic is unusual, huh? Like a man, uh, you know that hadith Jundub, uh, that there's a man came to the Khalifa and he said, I can make a magic. He said, what? He said, I kill somebody, I make, he take the sword and he cut the neck. He can see the neck there and he said, come back, the neck came back to the person. And the Khalifa, the Imam, the ruler was surprised. He asked Jundub, one of the Prophet's companions, Come, come here to see this man. Something. Else. Look at the Tawheed when it comes to the heart. He looked at them and he did it. And he said to the next, Come back. The head come back again to the body. They're all surprised. And the magician so proud by himself. He didn't wait till the body line. You know what he did? He took his sword and he cut the magician's head. And he told the Khalifa, let him to return himself. <laughs> I hear the Prophet said, the magician punishment is, you should cut his neck. Cut his head. Oh. See the Tawheed he has, he didn't surprise, oh how he did that. Now he's thinking about Iman, about Aqidah. He's saying, no, that magic is something unusual. Can have it. Right. Are they similar? No. The magic only happened with evil people. There is no righteous person he can be magician. There is no righteous people he can be magician. I told a brother once in, 
new village in, uh, in one country, actually in Riyadh, we found one masjid one time, all the masahib in the masjid was collected together and somebody dirt the masjid, make it dirty. He urine on the, in the masahib, in the Quran, did a lot, he used it as a bathroom everywhere. It was so bad. And people came to Fajr surprise. And finally, after the police uh, you know, investigation, they find out this man who did this is a magician. The jinn told them, we're not going to serve you until you became a disbeliever to prove that you are a Catholic. And he did that to prove that to them. The jinn, the shayateen, will never, the evil will never serve somebody, give them this magic until he became a disbeliever. So this unusual thing happened with the magician for bad people, for evil people. Righteous people, they never ask for karama. They never ask for something unusual. It happens to them. Or they might ask for it to prove their deen they carry. They are carrying. Like who? Like Khalid ibn al-Walid when they were fighting. Musaylama said to him, if you are on the right of the true deen, true religion, prove it to me. He took the poison, the sum. He said, Allahumma, in kana hadha deena ka deena haqq, fa inna hadha summa la adhubuni. He said, I swear by Allah, if this a true religion, you will not, like, disappoint me. You will not let this poison to kill me. I'm going to do it just to prove to them. And he drank the poison. He drank the poison. And nothing happened to him. It's a miracle, but it's not mu'jizah. It's a miracle, it's karama. We call it karama. And also, when they went to Bahrain, to the east, this side in Arabia, Red Earth Peninsula, in Bahrain, they walked on the water. The whole army. The horses, the camels, the riders, the, who's walking, all them with an ala ibn al-Hawrami. And when the, the people in the castle, when they saw them walking, <laughs> moving in the water, they said they are not human beings, they are jinn or something, they surrendered, they said. And it happens again with the Muslim soldier, when? When? Again, in Faris, when the opening Iraq and Iran. Same thing happened to them. And the last karamat, it's, it's very famous, about the Falihin. Some of them, one of them once, they ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for something that will accept his dua, just right in the same moment. Okay, somebody said, we get confused now between miracles and Karama for righteous people and the magician. We said no. The miracles which Allah gave it to the prophets, it's the highest, it's the, it's the top, it's in the top. 
even the karamat, the unusual thing happened to the righteous people, it's not similar to the miracles. For example, walking on the water or flying in the sky, drinking poison to be there in one moment, like Omar, he saw the people while he making khutbah in Medina, he saw them in Sham or Iraq. This is, can happen. Some creation can do it. Like poison snake has poison and does not, doesn't hurt them. Flying the third flying. You know, some creations can do this thing. Jinn can go very fast and back again. But look at the Prophet's miracles. There's no creation can do it. Like, give a life to a dead person. Like to turn, like to turn a stick to a snake. It's impossible. It's not, it doesn't happen to any one of the arches. It's only for the prophets. This is one of the different scholars said, Ibn Taymiyyah said, between the miracles and the karamat. And the ulama said a very nice word, Elijah. They said, كُلُّ كَرَامَةٍ لِلْوَلِي فَهِيَ مُعْجِزَةٌ لِلْنَّبِيِّ Every single karama, you know karama, what is good, what unusual thing happened to the righteous people. Every single karama, it's in fact a miracle to prove that prophet, this prophet is, is a prophet. He's a prophet. How it comes? Because this righteous person, how he received this karama? Answer me. By following the Prophet. So he received it because he's following the Prophet. So, that the proof the Prophet is a prophet, because whoever following him, Allah will bless him with this karama. The ulama said, don't ever ask, be asking for karama, but you should asking for istiqamah. La takum taliban lil karama, wa kum taliban lil istiqamah. Don't ever, don't be looking for the karama, the unusual things to happen to you. No. You be always looking, you consider it, to become into stay straight in Islam, to practice Islam right. And Allah, he might trust you, he might not. Shaykh al-Islam said, when you read in the history, karamat, you will find the karamat in the third generation, fourth generation, fifth generation in Islam, more than the first and second generation. Isn't that amazing? Something strange. Huh? Why is that? You should have a more writer than than the Tabi'in, Shaykh al-Islam said, because karama, the unusual thing happened, it happens for the person to give him full trust. To let him feel trust and rest in his heart. And the Sahaba, because their iman was so strong, they don't need for any unusual thing to happen to them. They don't need it. But Allah gave it for a person who is 
fixing some problem. Who has some doubt? He might show him some karma, so it would be more strict. And also, Sheikh al-Islam ibn Taymiyyah was asked once, why is the Tatar, those people who attack the Muslim country, they have a lot of unusual things happen to them. And Muslims, they don't have this kind of power and stuff like that. And he says, if you put one white cow with thousands of black cows, it will be very clear, with a thousand black cows, white one between the black is very clear. He said, because those people are very, very, I mean, the disbelievers, so the commitment and sins a lot. He was asked why one of them, yani one Muslim is there, he feels himself there with the Tatar, very strong, very good Muslim, but when he came to Muslim's country, he feels himself like, but not that strong, Imam is not that strong. He said, because you are there between the Kuffar, between the bad people, the evil people, you look like this one white cow with hundreds or with one thousand black cows. So you are very, I mean, obvious, huh? But it's still a cow. But when you come to the art, you come to the righteous people, your iman, when you compare it to righteous people, is not that high. It's the same thing here. Some brother here, he think himself, Sheikh al-Islam in America. MashaAllah, he think himself like he's Mufti, Qadi, judge. He knows everything. Since he go to any Muslim country, he feel this. You know, he look to others, oh, I don't know anything. There's a lot for people move to this country. After a while, because here, he has a position. The people, they look at him, Imam, MashaAllah, Imam, Sheikh, half of us. But he go back home, he's just a regular person. Because you are here in a society which is not that high, but they are still a Muslim country, still lots of good things. Uh, finally, I would like to finish. The, uh, I told you, property is a very wide yeah, issue, very long. We didn't talk yet about uh, what's the special thing of Allah Muhammad with. Uh, we didn't talk yet about the miracles of the prophets in detail and the books. Uh, but anyway, what we should know, what we should believe is the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa is the last prophet. He is like the seal. Khatam. Seal. Khatam. You know Khatam? Ring. Khatam is drink. Look at this. Just give me that. The Prophet said, Ana Khatam al Anbiya. He looks like the ring for the Prophet. There are some people who, can, who claim that there's other Prophet after Muhammad. This is a funny story, you will like it, I'm sure. They said, the Prophet when he said that he is Khatam, Khatam is ring. It doesn't mean that he is the law. No. It means he is Khatam because the ring 
is the most beautiful thing woman can wear. Beauty is more beautiful than earring, than necklace, than bracelet. Uh, you know, it's the most beautiful thing. So the Prophet Muhammad is the most beautiful prophet. He is the the best prophet. It doesn't mean he's the last prophet. See how they change the hadith. And the answer is, Khatam, it means rain. But you know what rain means? Rain means, here I don't know if you know that or not, or is it some country, maybe you don't know that. The Prophet used to have rain or not? When he had the rain? When? You know when? When he stopped sending message, sending message to the other countries. He used the rain. Why? To stem the message or the, 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 the message. It's like signature, but you don't have signature at that time. To stem, seal. So the ring we use it for sealing. Okay? And the Prophet of ring was like this. Is that right? Allah, oh, I didn't know. It's right. Allah, first one. First one. Rasul, second line. Muhammad, third line. Why is that? We read it like this. From down to up. Muhammad, Rasulullah. He didn't write in the regular way because he wants his name to be above Allah's name. From his respect for Allah. Respect Allah's name so he didn't put it in the third line. He put it above, then he puts his name down. He reads it from down to up. Muhammad Rasulullah. Okay? This is the way which the Prophet ﷺ ring was. He was sealed the message by his ring. Where you put the seal in the letter, in the end, anything come after the seal, nobody considers. Might something you added to it. Huh? So anyone came after the Prophet is not acceptable. You see the beauty of this word ring? It's very beautiful w- way to explain that he is the last messenger. It shows you that anyone after him is not approval. It shows you anyone after the seal is not considered as a messenger. He's lying. Also, it tells you that he is the best because the ring is a beauty. Also, it has this meaning. And also, the Prophet ﷺ said, لا نبي بعدي فم أحمدي قدياني said, one قدياني guy, he called himself لا. He said, my name is لا. So, the hadith is, لا نبي بعدي يعني لا is a person he is a prophet after me the, it's like this لا means no no prophet after me he said my name is no so the word is no prophet after me يعني no is a person like Ahmed the prophet after me he changed the, the hadith they have another trick be careful some group of Shia also have it. They said, لا نبيو بعدي. Look at this trick. لا نبيو. 
The narration is la nabiyya. He's just a change from dhamma, from fatha to dhamma only. Fatha to dhamma, that's it. He didn't change anything. Why he changes? Anybody know? The subject became totally different. You know what? In Arabic, when you say, La Rajulun Siddhar. La Rajulun Siddhar. No man in the house. And you open the door, you find ten men. Ten men. He, he lied or not? Huh? He lied or not? No, it's not. Because in Arabic, if you put dhamma, it means there is no one, maybe more than one. But if you said, la rajulan siddhar, with fatha, it means there is no one inside. One or two or three, no one. So with fatha, it means in Arabic, there is no one. But with dhamma, you only say there is no one person. It might be the two or three or four. So it's in Arabic, it's the, it's the meaning different. So you can use this sometimes if somebody wants you and your wife, she won't say he's not here. It's just, La Rajurun, and there's two inside. It's in Arabic. La So they changed the word and they said the meaning of Harith became changed. لا نبي بعدي it means there is no prophet after me but if you say لا نبي it means there is no only one prophet after me it might be three or four or five six they change the whole meaning but then the ulama said no that's wrong it's لا نبي نافية للجنس ليست نافية للوحدة لأن لا في لغة العرب تكون إما نافية للجنس وإما تكون نافية للوحدة وإذا كانت نافية للوحدة فما بعدها مرفوع this is something in Arabic we couldn't translate. It's for the, whoever know about grammar, Arabic grammar, he will get any from this, inshallah. Uh, anyway, this is the most important thing to know that the Prophet is the last messenger, and there is no messenger after him. No one can receive revelation from Allah after Muhammad. And no book will send after him. And he is the messenger for all the human beings up to the day of judgment. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to accept from us and make us believe in Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And believing in Muhammad that you believe that he is the messenger, the last messenger, the one you should follow, the one you love most than anything else, more than your self, more than your kids, more than your wealth, more than your wife, more than your husband. You love Muhammad more than anybody else. You carry about his sunnah. You never reject his sunnah. You never say, oh it's sunnah, who cares? No, you only love him, love to follow him, love to meet him. Sallallahu alayhi wa alayhi wa sallam. And also, it means, believe in Muhammad that there is no prophet after him. There is no one has right to be followed in every single matter except him. Sallallahu alayhi you didn't reject his, what he said, reject his order, deny his, uh, his bite on you. No, you should love him from the bottom of your heart. And showing this love by your action, 
by following his sunnah in Sallallahu Wasallam. Also that you have to believe that he delivered the message complete. He didn't hide anything. He didn't keep secrets from Ummah. He, he delivered all. So we're not allowed to say there's anything else left. If somebody said, Isa alayhi salam, he's gonna come down from the sky in the end of the world. And you think Muhammad is the last prophet. So how come Isa will came after Muhammad and he's the prophet? We're saying he will not be sent down as a messenger. He will not be sent down to teach people, to ask people to follow. He will be sent down following Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Then he will pray after, pray behind one of our Muslims brothers that day in the Bayt al-Maqdis. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to uh, make us among those who believe in the Prophet and know the rights for them and fulfill it. Wa sallallahu wa sallam ala nabiyyina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in. Wallahu a'lam.